This is a HeadGum Podcast. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Cheryl. Tig. Before we say anything, I just want to thank all of our uh, listeners that got tickets to mm. our live streaming show. Yes. And who got the VIP passes. Mm-hmm. We had so much fun. Oh my God. It was so much fun. Martini hands. Oh my gosh. I forgot about martini hands. <laughs> we were doing a little drinking. We were, do- oh, we got to meet Aiden. Yes, we met Aiden. He's so cute. And then, yeah, the listeners, or I guess they were viewers, you know, viewers for the, streaming for the first show. time. Wanted to see and know who the mystery voice was in our intro theme song that where the guy says, um, I had the first podcast. I had the first ever podcast. <laughs> and Tig and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. In the sound of my footsteps. <laughs> and so we, uh, we brought him on because he lives in the backyard of my uh, office. Uh, he's free roaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we might stream again. And so if yeah. you want to see, you if you want me to call in the person with the voice from our <laughs> backyard, our, from my backyard, I can literally get him into my office within a minute or two. Cause it he was truly, impressive. Yeah. I, was, I did not know he was coming in and I had never met him before. Well, there he was. And, um, <laughs> He came running in and he made an appearance. And I have to say, the listeners kind of went nuts over him. They were attracted. Mm-hmm. We had some single people that mm-hmm. were... They were writing in. They were saying, writing in. Hey, 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 hey. hey. hey, hey. Yeah, so if, if you guys, are, if you would like to do that again... Let us know. And let us know. Okay, Tig, I think we got to get to it. Yeah. E- ladies and jerks, welcome to Finders Keepers. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. I am the first ever podcast, and Tig and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Hey, Cheryl. Hey. Hey, Tig. Hey. 
I was just mentioning this, that uh, the Grateful Dead has deadheads. Yeah. Should our listeners be called snorkbulls? <laughs> <laughs> okay, if, if, if there's someone out there that doesn't know what that means, oh gosh, how do That's you even explain it? That's not our problem. <laughs> <laughs> that means you need to listen to our show. You have to show. listen more. Yeah. Our last yeah. episode, we do a, a snorkbull deep dive. <laughs> I think our listeners would be honored to be called snorkbulls. <laughs> I think we should. And I think it'd be a great t-shirt and mug. You're, when you're walking around and you see snorkbull, you know that those are your people. <laughs> There's nobody else in the world that's called a snorkbull. I'm Proud sure. to be a snorkbull. Hey, snorkbull, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Write oh, in God. and tell us if you want to be a snorkbull. Yeah. And if the new t-shirt should say just snorkbull or should say, hey, snorkbull, hey, or proud to be a snorkbull. Proud <laughs> to be a snorkbull. <laughs> oh, my God. That was, uh, it hurt my stomach from laughing about that. Okay. How are you, Cheryl? Oh, I'm good. No? I'm actually good. <laughs> I sound surprised. What do you suppose um, you can attribute? You know, I've been letting go of things. Six weeks ago, I was just, I felt like I was about to yeah. explode. It just yeah. seemed so, everything was, seemed, seemed to be coming down so heavy. Yeah. And then I just have spent time just letting it go. And what's going to happen is going to happen. Love the people around you. Don't worry about what people are saying that don't know you. You know, everybody's got their own whatever going on and just like stay in your lane. And I'm just having a really good time with my daughter. It's her senior year of high school. I thought you were going to say with my dog. With my dog. I spend a lot of time with my dog and that's <laughs> and I'm very just, rewarding. You know, I've just been really letting go and praying and just, I'm just really happy with my, my dog. Not that my, you can't be. Right. Sure but my are. dog gets me. My dog really understands me. Yeah. How about you? How are you doing? I would say I'm doing really well. I feel like my life is starting to feel similar to some degree to pre-pandemic. Yeah. You can see friends a you little bit. You can see friends and, and yeah. travel and uh, work seems to be coming back. And that yeah. was... Uh, a welcome return. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And obviously doing podcasts have been, it's been really nice and helpful to feel connected and like you're working yeah, and hanging out. Yeah. But it's nice to have the other, the other jobs come back. Like my tour. You can go okay. to tignotaro.com. Wait, wait, let's, let's wait till the end. Okay. Um, Tig, let's get right to it, shall we? Okay. Yes. Today we are talking about Finders Keepers. Finders mm -hmm. Keepers is a 2015 documentary film directed by Brian Carberry. That can't. Maybe it's just it, Carberry. It, Carberry? What I do you think know. it is? Carberry? Carberry. There's no yeah. way to know. And Clay Tweel. <laughs> no way to know. <laughs> it provides a bizarre <laughs> property dispute between uh. two North Carolina men, a fight which evolves into a turning point in both of their lives. Finders Keepers debuted at Sundance and is available to watch on Tubi. Whoa, boy. 
I have to say, out of the gate, mm-hmm. I was concerned that this was yet another sad, or just um, oh, look at these crazy country folk uh-huh. documentary. Uh huh. But this documentary did what I was hoping Wild Whites was going to yeah. do. Yes. That left me, as we all know how it left me, whereas this one, I was having the knee-jerk reaction of, I don't want to just sit and watch and go look at these stupid or silly hillbillies. That's how the Italians pronounce it. The hillbillies. I was not in the mood for that, uh-huh. and I was just feeling a little irritated in the first 10 minutes of, like, this isn't funny. Like, okay, th- oh. there's country. Huh? I don't want you to spill beans. I'm not spilling beans. Okay. I'm just telling you. Okay. I think people that come from these parts of the country, you know, can be interesting, yes. funny, yes. good yes. people. Smart. Smart. Yes. Just like everywhere else. Yes. And yes, the way they phrase things, it's hilarious sometimes. <laughs> yes. But I don't want to sit and watch people suffer and like make them look stupid. Yeah. You know what and I mean? Self-destruct and Yeah. Whereas this documentary, I was like This is a wild ride. It's re- Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well let let's tell everybody what it's about. What the ending is? Tig, I will okay. kill you. I doubt that. I seriously <laughs> doubt that. In Maiden, North Carolina, John Wood shows us the storage locker he had in 2005 after being evicted. It contained a smoker grill. <laughs> Inside the smoker grill was... Well, it was his foot. Mm-hmm. Where else are you going to put it? After it had been amputated. So... Your tone indicates you maybe wouldn't put your foot, your <laughs> my amputated. That maybe you would not put your amputated foot in your smoker grill. So, I just it's hard yeah. to follow the logic because at first yeah. you're like, okay, I get it. You you're evicted from your apartment or your home. You gather up your stuff. You put it in a storage unit. Wait a minute. What Back up even further. Yeah. I thought, and this is what confused me the whole documentary. Oh. I thought you weren't allowed to just have human body parts. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm sure you're not. I'm sure it has to be illegal to have body parts in a storage yeah. unit. So why is that overlooked? Because it was his own foot and leg. Okay, so your foot falls off so you can just keep it in your smoker cooker. Well, what if you had your what do people have removed? Do people have gallbladders removed? Okay, your breasts. I don't know who wants to keep that. Let's say you have your appendix removed Uh and you're like, hey, can you please (laughs) give me my appendix because I'm going to keep it in a jar and it was part of me and it's funny and it's also weird and I want to do that. Okay. And the doctor's like, that's weird, but okay, here's your appendix. And the doctor seals it in a in a mason jar, <laughs> sends you home. In Beverly Hills, as they do yeah. all the time. And so you take it home. It's like on your dresser and then you get a knock on the door. Hey, you're being evicted. You need to get out of here ASAP. 
Okay, fine. And take your appendix with you. <laughs> so, so then you you put all of your belongings into this storage unit. One of them happens to be your appendix. Is that illegal? I I still sit here not knowing. It it just felt like a bad place to store your foot, or just it feels not legal or sanitary, possibly well, well, to have your hoof, your own personal hoof. Yeah. You know. Okay, so well, here's the story of it, right? Okay. So this guy, John Wood, was in a plane crash. Mm-hmm. It's small plane. It was like, is it fair to say that was a crop duster? I think anything's fair on this <laughs> podcast. Is it fair to say that was crop duster? <laughs> Tell me something. Is it is it fair or is it not fair to say that was crop duster? <laughs> So let's Who say, on earth is going to fight us? <laughs> okay, let's say because... That we would listen to. Because when you say a small plane crash, it, it sounds like, fancy. Wasn't it like a Cessna? Is that what... I don't know. Uh, What's a Cessna? Is that a type of plane? I think it might be like a crop <laughs> duster. <laughs> Whether they're the same thing or similar, I, I think if we said they were flying around in this little Cessna... Nobody would flinch. The snark bulls would be like, that's fine. The snark bulls would be... <laughs> like, I get it. Oh, okay. She might be talking about crop duster, but I get it. It was a Cessna. <laughs> so this little plane, I mean, these guys are in the middle of, it seems very rural, right? Mm-hmm. In North Carolina. And the plane went down. And sadly, John Wood's father, who was flying the plane, died. And John lost his leg. And they had to amputate his leg. And so he... He had two other relatives on the flight, though, right? Right. Yeah. They were also injured, but not... Not worth talking about, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> no, of course. And let's uh, shout out to uh, the other Those two. injured. <laughs> Those two. And I'm, we're glad you recovered. And thank you for listening. <laughs> thank you for listening. John decided he wanted to keep his leg. So he asked the doctor, hey... Can you give me my my leg? Hey, Doctor Hey. Hey, Doctor Hey. And then that, and then he said that the doctor just put it in like a white garbage bag. Well, well, I mean, as you do, as you do. And so he took it, and um, he was trying to figure out what to do with it. He said he really just wanted the bones. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that makes more sense than. <laughs> but the doctor kept the skin on, and not only the skin, but the nails. Yeah, the toenails. Yeah, I mean, it's proof there that, like, after you die... They keep growing. I guess, what, your your hair or Mm-mm. nose or ears or something keeps... Keeps growing. Thomas looks like he's about yeah. to grow up. Yeah, we, we won't go into it but too much because what what if people are eating or they're, they're doing... Not our problem. <laughs> Put your forks down. This... This foot... forks down. This is not a good this, one to eat along no, to. put your forks down. Put your forks down, yes. Turn your vacuums off. Yes. Aiden, you know who you are. And whoever that other person was. Brandy? Yeah, Brandy. Brandy. Brandy and Aiden. Put your vacuums down. Put your vacuum, take a break. And put your forks down because the toenails grew long. Did seem like that. So John, he wasn't sure what to do with the leg. So he he put it in a freezer. And then he took it to his friend who worked at Hardee's and asked, could could she put it in their freezer till he figured it out? And she did. 
<laughs> she did. Thank you, Hardee's. And then... <laughs> I feel like we could sue Hardee's. Well, listen, this was 2015. I'm sure lots happened when since people then. didn't know better. When people did, but when people brought their amputated limbs to Hardee's. <laughs> And they were on top of those sausage biscuits. And then uh, <laughs> it, they were, it, somebody found it like within the on hour. Top the, sauce, on top of the sausage, sausage biscuit. biscuits at Hardee's. And they asked John to come get it. So he he drove through the drive-thru at Hardee's well, yeah. and just picked it up. Yeah, right through the drive-thru window. Got his hoof. I hope he ordered something, by the way, because otherwise. Yeah, his leg. <laughs> He ordered his leg. Can I get a large cup of coffee? Oh, and I'll take I'll take my leg. If you don't mind, I'll I'll take my leg with that. What if it was like a, a fried chicken place and Oh like, Tig, don't take it there. Don't do that to people. Well, I'm just thinking of like a leg, like a chicken leg. You know, you order I know. How many wings, how many legs? Okay. And so John, after he got it, he decided, you know what he should do is mummify it. Sure. He's no fool. So he he soaked it in embalming fluid. And wait, can you just get embalming fluid anywhere? Doesn't see. Well, I guess he had a friend that was a uh, mortician. Yeah. And then he he hung it in a badger tree wrapped in a Got to. door screen. <laughs> Got to. How else are you going to dry the thing out? <laughs> he hung it up in So a... walk me through the steps again. Yeah. There's three steps. You, you drive through Hardee's and get your leg back. Well, then there's more than three. You drive through Hardee's, you get your leg back. And then you uh, soak it in embalming fluid. That's right. You, That's the second you step. You wrap it in a screen door. Of course. And then Got you to. hang it in a uh, tree. For, Beaver bush? For six months. A badger, a badger tree. For six months. How does he instinctually know <laughs> this needs to be wrapped in a screen door and hung in a badger bush? I don't know. Oh, no. We got to take a break. All right. Let's give these people a break. Okay. There's more. There's a lot. Something else really big is about to happen. Yeah. Maybe during the break, finish your lunch or dinner mm. or breakfast or a little snack. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're having a snack. <laughs> we'll be right back. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. And we're back. Okay, so this leads us to John puts his mummified puts his, leg his in a smoker grill. He takes it from the beaver bush <laughs> and then naturally puts it in a smoker, in smoker grill. grill. And puts it in a storage unit. Well, 
So he clearly has or had addiction issues. When you're watching it. He wasn't paying attention to his storage unit and who was paying for the storage unit. And uh, nobody was paying for the storage unit. So at some point, the storage unit said, you know what? We are going to sell all the stuff in this storage unit. Because you mm-hmm. haven't, we haven't seen you for, I don't know what the rule is on that. Months, years? I don't know how long. Yeah, I don't work at a storage <laughs> facility, but. Also no way to know. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so this guy, Shannon Wisnant, that's my kind of name. He bought this smoker. Yeah. And he took it home. And he, he opened it. First of all, how did he not open it? That's what kept bothering me through the documentary, too. I feel like if I was making a purchase. You'd open it. I'd open and just it. Be, what the condition of the inside. Yeah. Was. Yeah, I do. I'd, I'd peekaboo all around it. And um, Shannon apparently did not. Did not. But Shannon, mm-hmm. he was very excited about finding this leg. Foot. Yeah, yeah he leg. felt like this was his golden ticket. Mm-hmm. And then it hit the news. You want to hear a news report? Of course. That's what I'm here for. (laughs) Well, in the town of Maiden tonight, a case that has police there scratching their heads. It's all because of what was inside a smoker that was sold at a storage facility auction. What's the problem there? I got a human foot. Have a what? I've got a human left foot. What's your name? My name's Shannon Whistler. This bum nasty got me grossed out. I guess that was the 911 call. It's plum nasty. Got me grossed out. Okay, so now the, the, the police take it. And that's when things really start unraveling. The police took it to the local mortuary because they were like, what are you supposed to do with a... Got to give it a proper burial. Yeah. So it's just sitting there. And now these two guys start fighting over who gets the leg. Does John Wood get it back because that was his? Or... Does Shannon get it because he bought it? And it is the law. If you buy something like a dresser and there's something inside the dresser, that's yours now. You bought it. That's your property. (laughs) What if when they brought it to the mortuary, the people at the mortuary just put it up in a beaver bush and said... (laughs) First of all, it's a badger tree, not a beaver bush, but go ahead. Okay. Mm -hmm. What if they were just like, oh, well, this... Obviously goes in a badger tree. It needed six more months, we could tell, just by looking at it. (laughs) Two weeks early. So now there's a feud. Yeah. Shannon wants to charge people. Well, he did charge people to come look at the grill. He started calling him, what did he call himself? Like foot, foot man? Yeah. Foot grill, foot grill. What did he Foot man. (laughs) And Shannon always had dreams of being famous, being on TV. He considers himself an idea man. Yeah. And um, he was very, very excited about this. Now, let me ask you this, um, Cheryl. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. 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 If you lost your leg. Yes. What would you want to do with it? It's a fair question. Thank you. I don't know that I'd want to look at it. It seems like it would be so painful. The idea would be so painful that I would just feel like I need to close this chapter and start a a new one. 
Yeah, I, I feel similarly. I mean, but people do keep, you know, their teeth. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what else you keep. Hair. Hair. Yeah, I mean, I think I have some of Catherine's hair, but I don't know why I kept it because my mom did that. But what is the, what do you, what's the point? <laughs> you, you open it and you look. And you're There's like. There's your hair. <laughs> Yeah, it's like the first haircut. And the teeth. Your first tooth. I have some of her teeth. Yeah. Well, I don't know what you do with that. She doesn't want them. You know, Stephanie and I had Max and Finn bake their first Christmas cookies when they were just like, I don't know, a year and a half or two years. And they were sitting out after they were baked. Yeah. And uh, her dad came in and ate them. <laughs> She was like, she sent a text going, where are the little cookies? There were two little cookies, oh. one for each of them. Where are the cookies? And he was like, I ate them. She was like, that's for well, Max and Finn's. That's like the Curb Your Enthusiasm episode. Oh, what happened? It was, I because, you know, I'm from Florida. I don't know if you know yes, that. Yes, it's come up. But when I was in Florida, somebody in my family had baked a nativity scene out of cookies mm -hmm. okay. and everybody in my house was walking around saying nobody eat baby Jesus. Yeah. And I called Larry and I was like, okay, if you were in my house, you would eat baby Jesus. And my family mm -hmm. would go crazy. And he's like, we got to do that. So we, yeah. he did an episode where my family made the nativity scene. He not only did he eat baby Jesus, but he also ate Mary. And was that a popular episode? Very popular. Yeah. <laughs> and then he got in a fist fight with Joe. Oh, because the other thing I said, you know, there's also like live nativity scenes. People stand on their yard uh -huh. dressed like Mary and Joseph. And mm -hmm. he said, that's not true. And I said, oh, I, I'm, I'm looking at them now. It is true. This is what they do. Yeah. So, of course, he incorporated that into the episode, too. And um, Dave Keckner played Joseph. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because to make up for eating baby Jesus and Mary, Larry decided to hire these actors to do a live nativity scene for my family That's to make great. them feel better. And he said something about, you know, how hot Mary was. And <laughs> Keckner was like, That's my wife. You know, and they get in a fist bite <laughs> and then they burn it down. Anyway. Okay. So now these two guys are fighting over the leg. Mm -hmm. And John. He wants no part of it, the guy whose leg it is. He, yeah. He's like, I, I don't want to make money off of this. I just want my leg. I was going to – I thought it was just going to be the bones and I was going to make some sort of memorial for my father. It's the same story you hear every time. I'm <laughs> 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 a little – and then John, once again, like we said, had drug issues. Yes. So he starts running out of money and getting desperate and starts reaching out to people saying, you know what? I do want to talk about the leg. Mm -hmm. And nobody knew who the leg belonged to. They couldn't settle this dispute. And then they started, the two of them started going on talk shows together, right? John and Shannon. Yes. Which is odd. The whole ride was terribly odd. Yeah. And I kept hoping that this wasn't just going to be, oh, this is, like I said at the beginning. Just, right. Oh, this is weird. Two crazies being crazy. 
I mean, <laughs> it is weird. <laughs> yeah, no doubt it's weird, but there's more to it. And there it's is. a deeper story yes. they told, which is nice. Right. So John talks about how he ended up getting hooked on oxycodone after his plane crash. Yeah. We talk about it all the time, right? Addiction mm -hmm. is really serious and it's yeah. powerful and it's painful and it's painful for people around them. So there is a side to this story where these uh, people, you know, John's mother is, John's family, they're very concerned about John. His sister. Oh, God, do you love her? Absolutely. Just Peg. Like heart of gold. Peg would go over there and clean his house and bring him food and and she was a housekeeper for a living and she's mm -hmm. like giving him money and yeah. I mean just this yeah. her generous spirit was really Yeah. I amazing. really really liked her. Yeah. I mean there were a lot of likable people. Very likable. Yeah. And at the same time some of them are a little nuts. Sure, there was some nut nutballs nut in there. There are nutballs in there. Yeah, absolutely. But adorable nutballs. Yeah, but then there are just like the the peg types. Oh, then there's Peg, who's like, God dang it, that's an amazing yeah. person. Yeah. Were you a little bit shocked when you found out how Shannon views himself? Yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> how how could I not be? Well, because I thought you being a stand up comedian, you might have seen him and said oh he's one of us no i didn't get that feeling the feeling i got he identifies as a funny person <laughs> um and his dream was to be a comedian and mm -hmm. he sees himself as like eddie murphy yeah which left me thinking is he completely unfamiliar with eddie murphy <laughs> well <laughs> Who is Gene Tracy? Have you ever heard of Gene Tracy? A comedian? I, I don't Gene follow Gene Tracy. <laughs> Why don't we take a quick break and then we're going to listen to Shannon talk about his inspirations. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. And we are back. So here's Shannon. He's telling everybody why he wants to be famous and why he his dream is to be on television every day. Mm -hmm. 
I talked to my Uncle Fudlow last night on the phone, and he said, I've always been famous. Just now, everybody's finding me. When I was a kid, sometimes I would just look up at the stars, and there was a many of fallen stars, and I made a many a wish. One of them was uh, I'd be on TV a bunch, and uh, one day I might be a movie star. One day I might be, you know, rich and have more, plenty more money, you know, burning money. That'd be like super cool. Okay. And he did make a lot of TV appearances on like, um, what's that guy's name? Where you Jerry Springer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jerry Springer. And the news, the local news. Make news a lot. Really enjoyed being in the spotlight. Uh-huh. Yeah, so then when John decided he wanted to get in on it, somebody from Germany, I think, reached out to him and said, we'll, we'll fly you and a, another person over. And this was sad. He brought his drug dealer and not Peg, his sister, who'd done everything for him. Mm-hmm. That just made me, it made me mad. Yeah. I mean, Peg could have used a vacation. So now it takes another turn. Cheryl, you know I love a twist and a turn. <laughs> so Judge Mathis. Yeah. I had forgotten about Judge Mathis. I never saw, I he looks familiar and I've heard of it. But yeah, I don't I know s- that I've watched an episode. Yeah. I saw some Judge Judy yeah. Over the years, but this is similar. So Judge Mathis had a show, has mm-hmm. a show. Is a judge. We don't know. There's no <laughs> way know. to know. There's no way to know. Maybe he's not even a judge. No, he like has he to be. Because they were saying uh-huh. if these two go on Judge Mathis, whatever he decides is binding. Okay. And you cannot appeal. And that's it. You know, it's interesting to see these characters like Judge Mathis. Mm -hmm. and Judge Judy and think how many other wild personalities are there in the world of judges ruling (laughs) you know what I mean it is slightly terrifying they're such entertainers you know (laughs) and and it's kind of that they have the stage you know it looks so fun doesn't Uh it yeah you already have a gavel you already have a gavel I do it's right here let's hear it oh Judge Tig is in the house. Please rise. It's actually Colonel Tig Notaro is what it says. Oh, it's for um, auctioning. Do you know how to? uh, Do you know? Hey, Hey, can I get a? Can I get a twenty? I got a twenty. I got a twenty. Do I have two twenty-five? Do I have twenty-five? Wait, do that again. I'm afraid to. I feel like you're gonna mock me. No, no, no. I I just want to hear like without knowing how to do it. And just do it as the best of your ability. Okay. Uh, I see a 25 here. I got a 25. I'm looking for a 30. Do I have a 30? Let's do 35. 35 in the corner. We got a 35. I'm looking for a 50. Let's, let's, <laughs> that's as much as I can do. You try it. No. Why? Well, I'm not going to make myself look like a fool. Like when I put olives in my cheeks and did my best Marlon Brando. How about those pictures I texted you? <laughs> you don't mind me looking like a total? a-hole no you don't you don't want to try it before we move on well no i was just mainly trying to get you to do it because on don't ask tig which is my Mm. other very popular podcast sarah paulson came on and she um she can do it no she can't do it she did an attempt and it is by far the most popular moment on don't ask tig (laughs) it is you thought you laughed at Snurkbull? 
at Snark Bowl. You must go to Don't Ask Tig, Sarah Paulson episode, and listen to that and see if, and I'm talking to you, Cheryl, and I'm talking to anyone yes. listening. Tell me yes. if you don't choke to death laughing at Sarah Paulson in this episode. Okay. Because she's not good at it? Because I imagine she's good at everything. I imagine that too. Ben, maybe you'll think she did a good job. That's up to you to decide. <laughs> but it is hands down worth the listen. Okay. I'm going to go listen. I will go listen. Okay. So Judge Mathis. Now these two are on Judge Mathis. Yes. And at this point, like John doesn't have a tooth in the front. Right. Right. It was just like heartbreaking and they show some of it and it's funny to watch because yeah. the story is insane and they seem to have a sense of humor when they're on judge mathis they show yeah. you know footage of them smiling and kind of laughing and chuckling a bit which is nice yes. because you know yeah and uh mathis rules because it is true if there's property in the thing that you buy it belongs to you mm-hmm. but at the same time it doesn't cover oh if it's your own body part yeah so he decides shannon would get five thousand dollars right <laughs> and then john would get his leg and foot back which i thought was a pretty good ruling what would you have said i would be stunned that i would have to pay five thousand dollars to buy my dead foot back you'd be angry i would really struggle with that you do feel like what is wrong with shannon where to begin but at the same time shannon was like look this is this was my day in the sun yeah this is what i've been waiting for and he got it he got a lot of attention oh, he got got a lot of action a lot of tv appearances traveling the world because he yes had that man's foot he had hats and t-shirts made the foot smoker or foot grill what was I it i never bought one nope. <laughs> would you wear a hat that said well, especially because there is a design where it shows the leg and foot on top of a grill. Mm-hmm. And it's like, um, no thanks. Yeah. What are you promoting exactly? That was my question when I was looking at this merchandise. Me too. I was like, is he opening a grill? Yeah. Are you just promoting that this man exists? Or I think the whole promotion was he found a foot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I get it. I just uh, don't get it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then here's another really interesting turn that happens, right? I love a twist and a turn, Cheryl. I did not see this coming. Did you see this coming? I don't know what you're going to say. So Judge Mathis Mm -hmm. somehow, somehow realizes that John must have an addiction problem. Just from being in his courthouse, he could see that he was struggling with something. I bet there was also something else that happened that... That would tip yeah, tip the hand. Yeah, I bet yeah. something tipped somebody in some way. Yeah, and so John gets a phone call that says um, Judge Mathis would like to set him up at a rehab center. So nice. Can you believe that? Hey, Judge Mathis, hey. Hey, Judge Mathis, hey. It was just so sweet, and it actually seemed to really 
work. Yeah, changed his life. It changed his life. Which is so hard because typically you don't get results right. unless somebody makes a decision on their own yeah. to change their addictive behavior. Yeah. So uh, so that was pretty amazing. And um, what John really wants is to, um, if you're eating, put down your food. Put down your forks. Put down your forks, Aiden. <laughs> Aiden, quit eating. <laughs> quit eating. <laughs> uh, get back to vacuuming. He really wants to have the flesh removed from the leg <laughs> and just have the bone. That is the big dream. Okay. <laughs> that is what he desires. Because somehow it would be to show how much he loves his father, but he doesn't have $15,000 to do it. Plus, he's already paid five grand, right? Right, to get his leg back. In case you you're unfamiliar with this story, it's it's his leg from the knee down. Yeah, I would say even like a little he has maybe a little more than the knee. This is I thought this was an interesting little twist. So then this woman, Katie Wilkie, who was a forensic veterinarian, she says, Hey, I heard about you and I would love to remove <laughs> the flesh and give you the bones that you dream of and you know i did notice entering her house that she i think is a fan of star trek oh i saw some memorabilia in her house so. oh my gosh i don't know how you saw that because there's nothing but bones in her house well, no there were teddy bears and trinkets mm. and little you know porcelain shoes oh, i didn't get and, past like the bone um a chimes yeah and the dinosaur bone or what like <laughs> yeah. I, I thought those two were gonna fall in love i did too did it was so sweet and they really had a connection but anyway uh hey just spill the beans but they don't but she makes a she gets it down to the bone uh -huh. and then she makes a resin cast of his leg uh -huh. so like a see-through plastic something around, leg yeah. where you could see the bones yeah um and he was very appreciative and and then um shannon meanwhile it's getting harder for him because now his fame is starting to dwindle and he gets a, although he gets a, a job on Dukes of Haggle. <laughs> so Dukes of Haggle. When they say he Haggle. got a job, it was just one episode, right? Yeah. I, I thought they were going to say he, he was cast on Duck Dynasty or something. I don't know anything about Duck Dynasty, but I thought, oh, he would. He seems like he'd fit in fine. I've never yeah. seen Duck Dynasty, but I assume they might click he might enjoy his but he was on dukes of haggle have you heard of dukes of haggle <laughs> no <laughs> i okay i've heard of um on stars what is that called oh Pond stars oh yeah maybe yeah. so but then uh that doesn't go it doesn't go well mm -mm. because he feels like they were just this sounds <laughs> sad when you say it but you know the lamp there's a lamp that's a leg yeah from a woman's like leg a and a high story. heel but I also think it was on Friends. Am I? Oh, I am I right? Am I, I wrong? Friends, but anyway, so he was there to help auction it off, and because he's a footman, yeah, he's the footman. He felt like he was really used, and he was sad because he felt like, whoa, he's a lot more than than that. Yeah, he's a comedian. <laughs> he is a comedian. Mm -hmm. 
And then meanwhile, John, he maintains his sobriety and he repairs his relationship with his mom and his sister Peg. And as of 2019, John was still sober and married. Yeah. He's so cute. His wife yeah, his is wife real is cute. his wife really cute. And he had yeah. been sober for, I think, over a couple of years. And... Yeah. So that was just, it was so great. Uh-huh. It was just, that was really, really nice. Yeah. Did you think it was really nice? Oh, my gosh. I was so surprised by this documentary. I was, too. There was so I was much <laughs> that I was utterly disgusted by and annoyed <laughs> by and frustrated by. But the story mm-hmm. was so solid and came together nicely and yeah i could forgive the long dead toenails and you know (laughs) just the the (laughs) off-putting elements of the story or the people at times Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay well are you ready for our happily ever after thoughts i am it's time for happily ever after thoughts where we give our final thoughts on this week's documentary Did you cry? I did not. I thought you might. You did? I did. You did? I did. I mm-hmm. knew it. I knew it. Because there's this element to this story that feels like there's some weird Cheryl hands on a hard body. <laughs> well, you know, you know what it was? Hmm. It was... John really wanted to have these bones to um, honor his honor his father. And when they said, "Is it what you wanted it to be?" and he said, "No, but it's not about that." He said, "The best thing I can do for my father, and the best way to honor him, is to be a good person, to stay sober, you know, to be." To make something out of my life. Mm. See, I'm getting choked up. I gotta take a. Cheryl's sip of crying. Water. <laughs> uh, Cheryl's crying. But it's true. I mean, that's the best way to honor anybody, isn't it? But for him to be able to articulate that, I thought was just like wow, mm-hmm. it was powerful. Yeah. What were you gonna say? Oh, just one of my favorite quotes, which I've tweaked a bit and I've shared many times that I love so much is the best gift you can give anyone is a well-lived life of your own. Mm, yeah, that's true. And it really, you know, when you're free and you're living a good life or a healthy life or you're happy, mm. nobody around you is weighed down by it. Right. They're not worried They're not about worried. you. They're not, you're giving them something like a peace of mind. It's a and major it's- gift. Imagine anyone listening, like if you worry about your parents or your sibling worries about you or anything like that, if things were in order, you were taking care of yourself, you were happy, you were thriving, nobody would be weighed down. Yeah. Little lesson we've all learned today. Who were you attracted to? Oh, I can tell you. Well, do you want to tell me first? No, you don't know. You're going to come up with something while I'm talking and you can't take mine. The foot. (laughs) <laughs> i was so attracted to the foot i have a foot fetish ew mm. yeah there are some people that following follow me on instagram that by the way there's somebody alert. <laughs> <Braggadocious> <laughs> alert. 
somebody, you heard it here. Uh, some people follow somebody, Cheryl yeah. on Instagram. <laughs> they love her feed. Woo! Somebody put a video together on YouTube, and it's just a compilation of shots of my feet. I'm sorry. Is this music. braggadocious going on? <laughs> it's still going? <laughs> How often do I have to hear about hot take? I'm just saying. There are a few people that are interested in my feet. I was so. I was trending twice, okay, for being hot and sexy. You haven't seen my foot video. Okay, but I've seen your feet. <laughs> so who are you attracted to? The director of um, Dukes of Haggle. <laughs> oh, see, you make... He was cute. You make notes. Yeah, I make notes. See, for me, it was, it was John's mother. <laughs> what? Uh... Okay. Is it John's mother? Yeah. That's who you want to make out with when there's only seven minutes left to live. Yeah. All right. I believe you. All right. Well, Tig, this is exciting. What? Next week, yeah. we're going to be talking about the first two episodes of Tiger King 2. <gasps> oh, dog. Which you can watch on Netflix. <laughs> oh. And by the way, I was talking to our friend, Eric Good, who directed it and produced it and says he also directed and produced the original tiger king tiger king mm -hmm. he said it is crazy which of course i was surprised yeah because how can it be crazier than tiger king but he's like he said it is i cannot wait to start watching it tig before we go should we read some true fan mail please please okay abby h writes Hey, Abby H. Hey. <laughs> hey, Abby H. Abby. Hey. I listened to your Lula Rich episode. I laughed when Tig realized at that moment why tights are called tights <laughs> and how she remembered why space is called space. When I was a kid, my mom used a word that I thought was the German version for poop. Then one day in college, I realized that the word Grunzi was not German, but was a word with the word grunt as its root <laughs> i really enjoyed the live loop show and look forward to more of those and getting the hang of the platform better yes we had some technical issues yes we're working it out and we're gonna we're gonna do better this is what i pictured the first ever podcast guy looking like except also smoking a pipe i was pretty close oh my gosh and then and then abby sent us a picture of like an old Fisherman with a yellow hat and the rain jacket. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you, Abby H. Okay. Craig N. writes. Hey, hey Tig and Cheryl. Hey. Craig. Oh, shoot. And hey, Craig N. Hey, Craig N. Craig N. Craig N. I was listening to an older episode, Hail Satan, and Cheryl was fascinated with Lucian's glass eye. I was. So I thought I would share some insider info. My wife has a glass eye and technically they are not made of glass. They are a hard acrylic plastic and are custom made for the patient's eye socket. They are also hand painted with the world's smallest paintbrushes. Whoa. I thought they were going to say with the world's smallest hands. <laughs> Come on. The doctors who make the eyes are called ocularists. Ocularists. No way to know. <laughs> And shout out to Jim Johnson, 
best in the Midwest, possibly the country. He is such an artist. And I was dating my wife for a month before I knew she had a prosthetic and she had to tell me. She had to tell me, I should say. So <laughs> not, not she had to tell me. She had to tell me. That's like an acting class yeah. where you're like having to repeat the same thing over. She had to tell me. She had to tell me. Acting 101 with Cheryl Hines. By Cheryl Hines. That is so interesting. Is. Don't you think that's interesting? Yeah. I mean, what a skill that must be to be able to match somebody's other eye mm-hmm. and do it so well that you that nobody even realizes. Whoa, yeah. how do you even know you have that skill? I mean, why don't we call them acrylic eyes? Because probably back in the day. There wasn't acrylic. No, no, no way to know. Yeah, there's no way to know. <laughs> no Did I tell you that's Stephanie's favorite thing? Is to say there's no way to know. Yeah, she loves it. <laughs> we have a few of our listeners that have written in that are just like, <laughs> that they always say, yeah, there's just no way to know. There's no way to know. Ah, uh, all right. Well, we do love reading your messages and your reviews and your comments. So please keep letting us know what you think and give us reviews and we might read your responses on the show and we might not (laughs) before we go i want to let people know that my tour is kicking off in pittsburgh Mm. pittsburgh pennsylvania Mm. on my brother's birthday tuesday january 11th so people of pittsburgh get your tickets come out and see the very first show of my Hello Again tour. And then, of course, I hit Cleveland, Detroit, Toronto, Buffalo, Columbus. Of course. (laughs) Amherst, Massachusetts, Mm -hmm. Providence, Rhode Island, Okay, okay, we can, people can Google it. Oh, okay. Tignotaro.com. Very exciting. And I, you can see... You can watch season 11 of Curb Your Enthusiasm on HBO and HBO Max. And I'll be on the Today Show in the beginning of December. It's right around the corner. Nice. Also, the new season of Star Trek Discovery is out. So watch the return of Commander Jet Reno. Mm. Should we do it again? Yes, let's do it again. Tig and Cheryl True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Gabby Kovacich and Thomas Willette. Audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willette with music by David Susson. Special thanks to Patrick McDonald and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can email us at Tig and Cheryl True Story at gmail.com. That was a HeadGum Podcast.